switching gears. Keep talking. Someone might just have taken a pot shot at him. Is he all right? Hard to say. He's not letting us in. Where are you? His house. Give me fifteen minutes. We can come fetch you. A taxi had turned into Young Street, its orange light on. Rebus walked into the road and waved for it to stop. Fifteen minutes, tops, he told Clark, before ending the call. Want me to try the bell for you? Fox asked. He was on the doorstep in front of Cafferty's home, flanked by Rebus and Clark. The glazier had gone, and the officers from the patrol car were still collecting information from neighbours. The blue flashing light had been turned off, replaced by the orange sodium glow of the nearby street lamps. He seems to want to communicate by shouting through the letterbox, Clark added. I think we can do better than that, Rebus said. He found Cafferty's number on his phone and waited. It's me, he said, when the call was picked up. I'm standing right outside and I'm about to come in. So you can either open the door or wait for me to put in another of your windows and climb in through the wreckage. He listened for a moment, eyes on Clark. Just me. Understood. Clark opened her mouth to protest, but Rebus shook his head. It's Baltic out here, so quick as you can and we can all go home. He put the phone back in his pocket and offered a shrug. It's okay for me to get in because I'm not a cop these days. He said that. He didn't need to. Have you spoken to him recently? Fox added. Contrary to received opinion, I don't spend my days fraternising with people like Big Jer. There was a time. Maybe he's just more interesting than others I could name. Rebus bristled. Fox looked ready to respond, but the door was being opened. Cafferty stood behind it, mostly hidden in shadow. Without another word, Rebus stepped inside and the door closed behind him. He followed Cafferty from outer hall to inner. Cafferty walked past the closed door to the living room, turning into the kitchen instead. Rebus wasn't about to play that game, so entered the living room, turning on the light. He'd been in the room before, but there had been changes. A black leather suite, a vast, flat-screen TV above the fireplace. The curtains in the bay window had been pulled shut. He was drawing them open when Cafferty walked in. You've tidied most of the glass, Rebus commented. Still, I wouldn't risk it in bare feet, mind. But at least floorboards are better than carpet. The splinters are easier to spot. Hands in pockets, he turned to face Cafferty. They were old men now. Similar build, similar background. Sat together in a pub, they might be mistaken by a casual onlooker for pals who'd known one another since school. But their history told a different story. Fights and near deaths, chases and prosecutions. Cafferty's last stint in jail had been cut short after a cancer diagnosis, the patient making a miraculous recovery once free. Congratulations on your retirement, Cafferty drawled. You didn't think to invite me to the party? Hang on, though. I hear there was no party. Not enough friends left to even fill the back room at the Ox. He made a show of shaking his head in sympathy. The bullet didn't hit you then, Rebus retorted. More's the pity. Everyone seems to be talking about this mysterious bullet. I just wish we still had a tap on your phone. 
I'm betting that in the minutes after, you were shouting the odds at every villain in the city. Look around you, Rebus. Do you see bodyguards? Do you see protection? I'm too long out of the game to have enemies. It's true, plenty of people you hate have predeceased you, one way or another. But I still reckon there are enough to make a decent-sized list. Cafferty smiled eventually and gestured towards the doorway. Come into the kitchen. I'll pour us a drink. I'll take mine in here, thanks. Cafferty sighed and shrugged, turning to leave. Rebus did a quick circuit of the room and was by the fireplace when Cafferty returned. It was not an overly generous helping, but Rebus's nose told him it was malt. He took a sip and rolled it around his mouth before swallowing, Cafferty opting to knock his back in one gulp. Nerve still jangling, Rebus guessed. Don't blame me for that. So you didn't have-